This is a WKYT podcast. And welcome into another Friday edition of Countdown to Game Time. Lee K. Howard alongside Dave Baker, and we're going to talk some cats. We're going to talk some sure. Super Bowl. Sure. It's a busy time of the year, especially if you're a basketball fan. Absolutely. Uh, but it's also a good time of the year if you're a Kentucky basketball fan. It is, it is right now, although this schedule is really backloaded. And mm-hmm. so this is the first of two against uh, against Auburn, and they're going to be critical, obviously, first place in the SEC on the line and the seeding for that tournament. The other thing is with some of the losses that Kentucky has suffered out of conference, it certainly hurts their RPI or whatever right. that metric is that they use. So an opportunity to pick up a win over top 20 ranked Auburn would be a good one. Absolutely would. There's only a few of those resume type wins yep. that you're referring to. They got one of those last weekend since we spoke to you last yes, Saturday at Texas Tech, a top 25 matchup. So that was a big win. And then, of course, uh, the other day we saw him get a win over Vandy. And even Cal had a lesson for us after the game uh, for everybody in the media. He had a lesson. And I think it's something that we already knew. But this team needs Nick Richards to play well in order to be successful. Well, they, they absolutely do. And you look at uh, what's happened this week. Kentucky, of course, struggled with Vanderbilt. They were a 20-point favorite uh, the night before. Uh, Auburn was taken into double overtime by Ole Miss. So I think both of these teams looking ahead to that matchup. Uh, coaches are fond of saying, and I haven't heard what Cal had to say yet today, they're fond of saying that players aren't into that whole revenge thing and everything. <laughs> But there are three guys on this Kentucky team that are playing huge minutes right now that were on that team last year that was unexpectedly knocked off before they got to the Final Four after having beaten Auburn twice. And I pulled up the box score a little while ago. Uh, Ashton Hagens, 10 points, 4 of 8 shooting. Okay. You had Emmanuel quickly, 1 of 6 from the field. Nick Richards. Guy you just talked about, yeah, played one minute in that Auburn game. In that Elite Eight game in last year. In that Elite year. game that they Elite Eight game that they lost. Isn't that something to R- think about? I uh, mean, how far are these come? Yeah, right, really. They're, they're, there's no better indicator of it than that. Yeah, and you know these guys, like you said, they'll all play it cool. I haven't heard what they had to say either, right. but they all play cool. It's another game. It's the next one on the schedule. But when you're facing the team that knocked you out of the tournament last year, you know that they've got to have some sort of revenge level on their mind. I even saw Ashton Hagen's tweet out a video that ESPN put out there on Twitter earlier today, right. kind of previewing the Kentucky-Auburn matchup. The hype video. The hype video. There you go. And he retweeted and said, let's go. So I don't think he did that for no. uh, for Fairleigh Dickinson or for <laughs> no, some of those no. other games. So I do think that there's a different level of, hey, we're ready to go and ready to prove ourselves. And so far this season, we've seen them pretty good on the road. Arkansas was a tough road environment. Mm-hmm. Of course, Texas Tech was a tough road environment. They're going to get another one tomorrow at Auburn. Now, now, this place will be jacked up. And, of course, they've dealt with it before. But I, I, I think it's, it holds about 10 thousand right. maybe a little less than that college game day is going to be there they've they've been to Auburn a bunch for football never been there for basketball but but this team you know while they may be up and down in some areas and everything the the one thing they have is, is they're tough right and when they've gotten put in tough situations on the road you mentioned Arkansas Texas Tech they they, they have come through and that's going to be the situation tomorrow the other thing Lee K that I think is different is Cal has talked about those three guards, right? Mm-hmm. And so you look at Nick Richards playing one minute in that game against Auburn the last time, and then it was their guards. Yes. I mean, it was it was Harper and Bryce Brown mm-hmm. that combined to go 15 of 30 from the field, and they just took over the game in the second half. And so you're hoping that that's what the Kentucky backcourt can do. Yeah, everybody always says that the tournament is a guard-driven tournament, and the team that's got the best guards mm-hmm. usually ends up getting the win. And you're right. Now Kentucky seemingly comes into this game this year, and that's a huge difference with the better guards. Of course, 
Tyrese Maxey was not on that team. Uh, and Nick Richards is a completely different type of player. So, yeah, looking back at that, that's pretty interesting. I'm glad you brought those out because it's a completely different team, although there were three guys on last year's team that will play big minutes in this game tomorrow. Sweat level of Bruce Pearl tomorrow. Off the charts. It's, yeah. I mean, with it, it's, just, it's supposed to be warm anyway, right? It's going to be like a two-jacket type of thing. It's supposed, to, him, supposed right? to be warm in the south anyway, <laughs> right? And then I, I can't imagine a dude doesn't come out in a dark suit. You know, if he comes out in that gray, it's over, you know, before the first <laughs> media timeout. So that game is tomorrow night at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Of course, we'll have highlights right here on WKYT at 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But should be a big game for the Wildcats. And like you mentioned, an opportunity to get one of those resume-building wins mm -hmm. against the only other team in the SEC that's ranked. And, and, you know, Cal always, the last couple of years, has liked to talk about how tough the SEC is. Mm -hmm. Really, this year, it's these two teams uh, with an opportunity to kind of get a top 25. Well, kind of true. I mean, Florida's faded a little bit here lately, and, right. and, and LSU has kind of quietly gone under the radar, and, and they've gotten themselves into the top 25. And, and really, they're going to be one of those teams that have to be dealt with as well. I, I don't know. I think the league is as strong as it's been at the top. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's as strong at the bottom. And, of course, the one thing that kind of skews that a little bit, big rebuilding year for Tennessee. Absolutely. All right, that game, like I said, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Let's talk real quickly about mm -hmm. the women because the women's team also ranked number 13 in the country. I don't yep. know the last time that both yeah, the men right. and the women were ranked the exact same, but they're also ranked number 13 in the country. Uh, they're dealing with a big injury, though, right now. They're uh, they're best player, and I was going to say the, the leading scorer in the SEC, Ryan Howard. Probably the front um, runner for SEC Player of the Year. Exactly. She is out maybe a couple of weeks, suffered an injury the other night uh, to her left finger. Uh, she had it in a big cast last night when they got the win last night at Missouri. But she's a big player, obviously, for that team, and she now may be out a couple of games. Fighting for a loose ball earlier this week in a game at home. They were hoping it was just jammed or, or they, they had said initially it was dislocated. They said it was a fracture. Uh, you never know how those things are going to go. I'm going to tell you, though, there's a really big cast for two weeks, <laughs> right? Was. I, I mean, you know, you, if those of us have had broken fingers before, you know, typically, went it's, a, all the way, typically it? it's a splint. Right. Right. But this was a big cast that was on the pinky and went all the way down the forearm. And so you hope that's the case. And, you know, they've got, you know, they, they win last night at Missouri. They're back home on Sunday against Florida. Florida. I forget who they got next week, but three games in six days. Right. And it, if it can come at a good time in a schedule, this is a good time for that to happen. But it will certainly affect how they uh, how they play moving forward. And what I liked about last night, Buzz, was Amanda Pascal stepped up really big, yep. had a career high. Kiki McKinney had a big game the other day. They've got some senior leadership. They've got Chastity Patterson. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got Sabrina Haynes. They've got some good players. And you never want to say that an injury, especially to your best player, is a blessing. Right. But maybe this is sort of a blessing in disguise in the way that you know, up, they've right? got to learn to play without her so that when she does return to the lineup, They've got some other people on that team that can step up and play big minutes Absolutely. and score big points. And, and, and you pointed out McKinney. I mean, she had been out, I think, for four games, came right. back this week. And besides that, besides just being a great person, I mean, she's got great hair. Yes, she does. When you get that blue tinted hair and it's like <laughs> everywhere, I mean, how can you? Usually, not you like have somebody? to be at least 85 years old to get that blue tinted hair. Right, right, but, right exactly. And it's you. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's usually not that long either, so it's a good thing. <laughs> That's true. All right. So the women, like you said, play on Sunday against Florida. Uh, that'll be a big game as well. But there's another big game on Sunday. I don't oh, know if yeah, you've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's actually a Super game. Right. Yeah, Super Bowl is there. Uh, there were a couple of cats that got knocked out in the uh, conference championship games. Uh, the one thing that people might forget 
is that everybody thinks about Patrick Mahomes and that wide receiving core when they think of the Kansas City Chiefs. But of course, uh, Matt House, who was here That's as Kentucky's right. defensive coordinator last year, he kind of agonized over whether or not, you know, the Chiefs came at him once and he said no. And then they came back at him again. Steve Spagnola hired him as his linebackers coach. And uh, it's, it's great to see uh, him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be great for him to get a win. Um, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I think I'm leaning toward the Chiefs. Right. I think they're just a fun team. Obviously, a team that hasn't won the Super Bowl in quite some time. And I think Patrick Mahomes and that offense is a lot of fun to watch. But more than anything, I just I just hope I have good sure. snacks when I right, watch right. the game. You know, it really. used to be a deal. That's, that's you know, the they, main thing. You right. Know? They used to say that. Uh, they used to say that uh, defense wins championships, mm -hmm. right? And now in the NFL, the way the rules are and everything, I mean, it's offense. I mean, yeah. for those of you who might 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 gamble. Just in a friendly way, I think I heard this morning that five of the last Super Bowls have gone over the total. And did you see the line on this? That's like one Kansas, and a half. Yeah, like one and a half. Kansas City is is favored by the slimmest of margins. And it's the first time I, I heard this stat too. It's the first time in like ten games that they have been favored by less than a touchdown to show you how prolific their their offense have been. Yeah. So I, I think there's I think there's going to be a a, a lot of scoring and. I think a lot of people will be suffering from coronavirus on Monday morning. <laughs> Not that kind of corona. Right, after right, having those right. cold coronas. Depending on where you're watching the game. Yes. Yeah, but real quick, Patrick Mahomes, I read this stat yesterday, uh, and I don't remember where I saw it, but at 24 years old, mm -hmm. he has the opportunity, because he won the MVP of the NFL in 2018. Right. He would become uh, the youngest player in NFL history to win both an NFL MVP and a Super Bowl, um, surpassing Emmitt Smith. Emmett Smith currently has the record for the right. youngest player to win both the Super Bowl MVP and a Super Bowl, or excuse me, an MVP and a Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes can become now the youngest. So it'll be interesting. How about that? Yep. You have a you have a dog a in the pick? fight. Are you pick? Or I you? you know I don't. We won't I, hold you to it. No, but. no, no. You know I've ever since Joe Montana threw that mm -hmm. pass to John Taylor and beat my Bengals. I've never been a big 49ers guy, but yeah. I mean they played really well this year. You know they they, they had to change some things around and. Uh, the Bosa kid out there on the outside is probably one of the premier defensive players uh, in the league. It's just a question of whether or not if if you get behind Kansas City. Yeah. But but here's the thing though too. I mean in the last two games, last two playoff games, Kansas City's gone down big in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden they're like whoop whoop whoop. Yeah. Well, and, and the 49ers have a great rush defense. And speaking of how you don't like them because of the Bengals, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I can't. Right, cheer. right. I, I got you. Cheer sure. The, I got you for the 49ers. All right, that game is coming up on Sunday, six o'clock, I believe. The pregame show will start uh, around 10 a.m. in the morning, I'm assuming. But that game something on like Fox. that. Yes. All right, for Buzz Baker, I'm Lee K. Howard. Thanks again for joining us on this countdown to game time on this Friday. I hope everyone enjoys their weekend.